0: As Hashem, we've tackled the definition of Mekakhtois vis-a-vis Oinoa. We've tried to define the parameters of one versus the other and where that plays itself out in real time in Halokha lanaise. And now, we have to, in this segment, try to delve into some of the technicalities of Mekakhtois Kishe Let's start with one halacha that's Mavur in the Halokhas of in the Mara M'kayemis. And that is what happens if something is a Suffolk Mekech toys, which is quite feasible. Guy drives a car out of a, out of a rental, or he buys a used car. 20 miles in, there's a telltale rattle. He starts hearing that little suspicious noise in the back. Is it that that's the way it was? That's always, of course, your first response is, oh, the guy sold me a lemon. But maybe not. Maybe you hit something 15 miles in, you had the muzzle, you hit a pothole, whatever it is, and something came loose. Both are possibilities. If we would ask ourselves, the instinctive answer would be the answer we've given in very many areas in Ha'lokha, and that is, when in doubt, possession is nine tenths of the law, which then would tell us, okay. applying that correctly to Mechachtois, that if he had already paid for the car, he won't be able to get his money back. If he didn't pay, he could get back the car and say, look, I'm not paying because I claim toys The facts on the ground are not that way. And why is that? Because when we see mekakhtois, we see a sale that was done with the ability to nullify it if there's something wrong. Meaning to say, let's say you walk out with a car and there is something wrong. Somebody else, let's say, would have a fit and he'd return the car in a second. You decide for whatever reason that it's worth it for you you have to make a new Kenyan on that car? No. The car is yours. You have a schus to be mevatl the Mekach. That being said, the Mekach is here, and the Morzok is the status quo halakhically, is that the Mekach is kaim until proven otherwise. Whenever there's a Mekach, al lo the and it has applications. It's not only cars, by the way, this uh, on a very simple level. This is every time you take something home from the supermarket and you find a certain amount of spoilage three days later in the fridge. On whose watch did it spoil? Did you have that the milk, the cheese, whatever it is, the whipped cream spoiled over the last 72 hours? Or maybe not. Maybe you bought it and there was something wrong with it. Now, obviously in halochel and it's not as simple as that because if something spoiled over the last 72 hours, maybe that means that it was inferior quality 72 hours ago. You check the label, right? Most people are looking to see that they get something fresh, and maybe it was mislabeled, or maybe it was mispackaged, or whatever it is. The fact that it's spoiled in the last three days might be indicative that there was something actually wrong with the date was wrong. So it could be that it's not as simple as just saying, well, it's a suffix, you can't get your money back. But in in fact, when there is a real suffix, the halacha is, but the Mekach is the Mughzakos and then the one who wants to be mevatel the Mekach, olav lahove Araya. That's one important clause in Mekach Toys. Cars, cheese, milk, plays itself out all over the place. It can play itself out, by the way, in real estate also. Something wrong with the house, not clear when, between the closing, the contract, etc. That being said, let's tackle a different hot topic in Mekach Toys, and this is a big discussion. It starts with the Rav HaMaget, and Mishnah Lamelech, the Ma'er and the Piscachuva back and forth on different levels, and that is, since we just said, let's say, we'll use the example of a car. You buy a car, the car is the car you, you, you wanted a 2011 Toyota Camry, you settled on it, you paid market value, it's not enough, you pulled out. There's something wrong with the car, whenever there's something wrong, you could pull out, give it back, get your money back, and so on. That being said, what happens if that mum, that problem in the Meccach was there, and there was not something you should have discovered two or three days later when you pick up the phone and you complain to the guy. The Ravamagid, based on the Rambam, anything that you could have seen easily. First of all, let, let's start it this way. The Rambam says, What happens if you took it home and you used it? You only call the guy back three weeks later to complain about the car. What's the matter? You didn't realize the air conditioning doesn't work? That's July. Of course you tried the air conditioner. You decided to take the car, you'll figure it out, you'll fix it, whatever, you got a good deal, you'll keep it and you'll figure it out on the fly. In that case, you made your peace with the Mekach already. The fact that you used it is indicative that you made your peace with it. Again, there's a very important Nakuda to point out over here. And that is that Mekach means the sale is the sale on that car for that price. If there's a problem, then you could define with your kbeda that you don't want it and you want to return it. You define that that's not the car you bought. But it is, the, relatively speaking, it is the car. So you could decide to make your peace with the moon and you could keep the car. If we'd be talking about that instead of walking out of the sales room with one car, you walked out with a totally different car, then you never made a meccach on that car. There's no deal, you're going to have to go back to a dealership and renegotiate. You never made up a price. What we're talking about and the whole discussion is crucial to understand this. The Rav HaMagi, the Mishnah Lamelech, and all the Ma'ar comes that deal with this topic are dealing with where the car is the car, it has what the place can call a mom. The Muqar, interestingly enough, is an Isha. A man marries a woman. And she's not supposed to have a certain medical problem. He finds that after the chasna. You always find out things about your wife after the chasna. You gotta make a piece with it. But here it's a mum. Most people think they have a mum in their wife. It's really just look in the mirror. You're lucky she's uh, she's okay with you. But when you're talking about an objective medical situation, what are the parameters of crying wolf of saying mekakhtois? Not so simple. But where it is a mekakhtois, where it is a mum, over there, once you made your peace with it, once you went home with her, and they lived together as man and wife, you can't be moved up because clearly you made your peace with it. The place can take care of that. The same thing is true with a car, or a bicycle, or anything else. Now, that being said, there's a sub-idea, which is really part of the same idea. What happens if it's something which is so obvious, that it, it's not legitimate, that you could call up two weeks later and say, "I just discovered a problem in the car." If this was here, you would have discovered it right away. You know, there are certain things you don't discover till the first time. A st- till the first time you get a flat tire and you realize the emergency brakes don't work or whatever. But there are certain things which are quite obvious. Anytime you get into the car, you realize that. LMI, You know, the the obvious conclusion is you made your peace with it. You decided for two weeks you're okay, and then after. Maybe you saw a better deal, so you decide to go back and use, you know, play the Mekah card. That's not okay. That you don't have a right to do. You already made your peace with it. That's the second important uh, discussion to have Begidre Mekah What happens if the fact that you used it or the fact that you didn't call up right away has a logical explanation? Case in point. You pull up by a rental car and uh, in the airport. You're renting a car. You're there with... You You just get off a plane. You have suitcases. You have five tired, cranky kids. You want to get to wherever you're planning on taking your dream vacation. A half an hour into the ride, and the car dealership, the the rental was closing shop for the day. You're a half an hour into the ride You discover a problem. By rights, if you would have bought the car, and it would have been a normal Monday morning where you live, you'd turn right around, you'd you'd turn right back, you'd call the guy, and you'd go right back. Here, you're going to have to keep the car, because you're stranded on the road without. Or any other example, you rented a car, you're 20 miles an hour, what, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna drive the car, you're gonna get out right there. The fact that you used it is clearly not indicative of the fact that you made your peace with it. That, of course, does not count to define for us that you made your peace with it. That's that's all part of what's discussed over here. It's fleshed out uh, piece by piece, prat by prat, in the Maram Kames. Okay, and one more topic that's crucial and this is a fallacy that we are unfortunately going to have to uh, dispel. And that is return policies. And 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 the idea is like this. You know, signs, especially in Hamish neighborhoods, in stores say no return policy. Now, there's a stereo in place, Kim the Ma'amu comes it out, the Sma, the Torah, the Rambam, all a all Lobdashis sugya. The bottom line is, is that in toys the fact that you made your peace with the problem or you're not making your peace with it is a subjective reality. Like we just described, you can make your peace, you can't you cannot make your peace with it. Again, where something is not mecha toys of a mum, but it's just apples and oranges, that's that's not about making your peace. You never bought it. That's 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 a whole different level of mecha toys. But where mechastoys is just a subjective problem. You bought Fabric, and there's a run in the fabric. This, you know, it's this fabric that you bargain for, but there's something wrong with it. And you can make a piece, you cannot make a piece of it, depending on what's going on in your life at that point. And you bring it back to the store, and they have a sign that says no return policy. The post can define, and this makes this a very sharp distinction that in Meccahtoy, since what defines your making a piece of it or not making a piece with it is. A decision, that sign on the wall that says no returns cannot make that decision for you. You have to know what the reality is, what were you supposed to get, what did you get, and then make an objective, educated decision based on what you have in front of you. The fact that the guy announces on the wall of the store, you by walking to the store have made your objective Decision that nothing about the quality or the workmanship or the, 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 the service or whatever it is makes a difference You're taking it as is That's not going to cut it. That's not called you made a decision and that's too vague and too open-ended That's not going to be a decision. Whereas know is not a subjective thing. know is the price like we've pointed out It's the price you made it up. It's the quality of the goods. It's just the guy took advantage of you by misinforming you what the right price is. The Torah steps in to protect you. So if you want to waive your consumer protection that's mandated by the Torah, the is you have a right to waive halochis that are supposed to work for your benefit. the Gemara gives examples of that. But a person has a right to be moichelantinam that are instituted for his benefit. Mekachteris is not about my benefit. Mekachteris just means if it's not the right quality and am makbid, then I didn't buy that thing. But who's to decide if I'm it or not? You're deciding for me with a sign in your wall? That's not going to work. That's not cool. That I made a decision. And Mamela, I still have a right to come in, that as is, no returns, is not going to hold up in halacha. Just to add, just to emphasize, and if the store says, okay, we'll give you back, but only store credit, that's also not legitimate. Because you nullify the sale. They owe you back your money. They're holding on to your money like a did. That's a, a pusher to outgrowth. This, by the way, has nothing to do with return policy where something is good, but they want to service you. They make it tonight in the Mecca that they're willing to buy it back from you until 30 days. That's perfectly legitimate because there the sale was a sale. They say they're going to buy it back from you if you want to return it. There they have a right to make up for store credit only for 30 days, etc. But as is... Even where there are damages to the goods, there's no statute of limitations, there's no such thing as store credit, there's no as-is policies.